Now we are joined by Trent Smith from the University of Otago's Department of Economics for this week's instalment of Business as Usual on R1 News. Today's edition, we're going to be talking about monetary policy and the OCR, official cash rate, which this week reached a six-year high of 2.5%. We're going to deep dive into the theory behind monetary policy and explore what modern monetary theory is. Kia ora, Trent. How are you going? Hello, Amelia. I'm well, thanks. So, with the OCR now being at 2.5%, a six-year high, what does this mean is happening in our economy at the moment? Um, yeah, so, so so the Reserve Bank is doing exactly what it's been, been asked to do. It's the job it's been tasked with is to, uh, um, to manage the business cycle and to um, keep an eye on inflation. And so we have, we're, we're observing high inflation. And so um, um, if you're going to follow sort of the monetarist uh, school of thought, which is which is what we do here in New Zealand, largely is is uh, the thing you do when you uh, when you're faced with inflation. Um, um, you need, is you you know so prices are rising. You know that means uh, there's um, more demand than supply. I guess is uh, on average is what that means. Um, and so the thing you do is you raise interest rates, uh, and that uh, brings demand down. And that's sort of a um, I don't know. That's that's a very bland way of saying it. But but you know what you're doing is you when you raise the rates is you're um, putting the brakes on spending by um, um, uh, by investors say right. Suddenly it's more expensive to borrow money, so um, so fewer businesses and individuals borrow money, uh, and that results in less spending into the economy. So, so and of course of course sorry so so of course the you know. One consequence of this, and actually one objective of this, is that um, is that uh, you cause unemployment to rise. Right, that's sort of effectively what we're saying is when you when you've got businesses spending less money into the economy, there's going to be less employment. So so um, uh, people are going to um, find themselves out of work as a result. Why is it that we employ monetary policy through use, changing the OCR and things like that? Um, yeah, so there there actually is kind of a long history there. I mean, this was started with um, um, Milton Friedman uh, in the '60s and '70s in the states, uh, and you know, arguing that um, monetary policy is a better way of doing things, a uh, better way of managing the economy. And if you use, because um, uh, the alternative would for policymakers would be to use fiscal policy, right? So taxing and spending. Uh, you know, to, to help manage the business cycle. Um, and one one criticism of that is that um, you know it's it's uh, they say well you're picking if you're if you're taxing people and spending money into the economy as a government you're picking winners and losers, right? Um, now it, it, this really bugs me because monetary policy is you're also picking winners and losers. If you think about um, who in the economy stands to benefit from the sort of cyclical rising and falling of interest rates, uh, it's a pretty small fraction of the economy that, uh, you know, of people in the economy um, that can take advantage of that, right? The people who actually have enough wealth and power to, to be able to borrow uh, large sums of money, um, they're going to just be fine with this sort of um, ups and downs in the interest rate and in the investment cycle. Uh, and it's sort of the rest of us who pay the price with periodic levels of uh, high unemployment and so forth. So what will an OCR of 2.5% mean for mortgage prices and those in the housing market? 
Um, well, uh, so the, so right. So the OCR is sort of the the rate at which banks can borrow money, right? So it's not the rate at which you and I can borrow money, but um, and so the the banks typically you know tack a premium onto that uh, to to you know so that they make some profit and cover their cost the cost of lending. Uh, but you can sort of expect, on average, the um, the um, mortgage rates to go up point for point as the OCR, OCR goes up. And so, yeah, so sorry, so so that's the answer, right? Is that is that you uh, you know higher mortgage rates um, uh, makes uh, makes the value of houses fall, uh, and it makes it uh, harder to buy a house, right? If you were just on the edge of being able to buy a house or not, with higher rates, uh, you you won't you won't be able to. So it's going to be equally hard for you know younger people to still get into the housing market, just in a different way. Yeah, I mean, so a higher higher interest rates causes. Uh, I mean, it actually causes the uh, the cost of a house to fall, um, but it increases the amount of, the amount you have to pay on your on your mortgage every every month. Uh, so it doesn't it doesn't make houses more affordable. Yeah. And these um, higher mortgage prices should students and those renting expect and uh, this to impact impact renting prices and things like that in the near future? Well, in the, in the near future, m- there may not be a big effect on rent. Um, you know, I don't know the, biggest of, the biggest determinant of rent uh, in the short run is probably how much money people have in their pockets. Uh, and, and if we're about to head into a recession uh, caused by a high OCR, uh, then people will have less money in their pockets. So I wouldn't expect rents to change a lot in the near future. Um, in the long run, though, what what we're doing here is we're you know we're sort of literally trying to put the brakes on the construction industry, right? That's what high rates will do. The construction industry is is extremely sensitive to interest rate, right? If nobody can borrow money to uh, invest in uh, building buildings, um, the construction activity falls. So in the long run, it's actually it, that would be a reason that uh, rents might rise, right? Because we're uh, we're sort of putting the brakes on the uh, building industry, so in the long run, there's going to be um, housing shortages. Now, with the current inflation levels in Aotearoa, New Zealand, would you say that this uh, could be attributed mostly to either the government spending, or would you attribute it to out, you know outside sources such as the you know the war in Ukraine and uh, you know supply chain uh, constraints? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's exactly the question you want to ask. And, and, you, you, and you wanted to talk about modern monetary theory. This is what, exactly what a modern monetary theorist would say, was that if you've got an inflation, rather than just using this blunt-edged tool of, of uh, you know, tweaking the OCR, um, what you should do is look very specifically at what's causing the inflation, uh, right? So, and, you know, and so you have to look at the data, and, and which... So inflation means prices are rising, but you know all prices don't rise equally. And so you you can look at the data and and ask what's causing this average uh, on average, right? And so you know we know that the, the inflation we're seeing now is caused by uh, you know cost of housing, uh, energy costs, and food costs. Um, and you know all three of those are. All three of those are global phenomenon, right? And yeah, so partly caused by the the war in Ukraine. Um, so a lot of this inflation is being handed to us by external factors, from uh, you know supply chain problems and so forth from overseas. Um, and 
Is or why is it that the Treasury is concerned about the government spending beyond what, or potentially spending beyond what was planned in this year's budget? Would this significantly raise inflation more? Um, yeah, in theory, um, if the government, um, let's see, so uh, in theory, uh, you know, too much spending, just spending money into the uh, economy without taxing it back. Um, in theory, that could drive prices up. What the modern monetary theory people would say is that um, you really only that was they would say first, like you should worry about inflation rather than the budget, right? So whether we're in our budget is in surplus or deficit, it's in the in the bigger scheme, it's kind of an arbitrary line, and there's actually not good evidence that 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 line has a big you know has any particular effect, right? Uh, and so so modern monetary theorists would say. Listen, um, you should you should find out what's causing the inflation. Uh, do your do your best to uh, to address it. So, you know, in the current situation, we have a tight labor market. For example, um, the you know the government should probably be moving heaven and earth to to um, bring in bring in more workers from overseas. Now, should New Zealanders be concerned by this level of inflation and the government's continual spe- continual spending? Um, the well, so inflation uh, is is well, it's never good, right? There's always someone who's hurt by inflation. Uh, so, if the you know the cost of living is going up and your wages don't uh, don't go up by the same in the same proportion, uh, you're going to suffer. Uh, and and so, a lot of people suffer when we have uh, when we have inflation. Um, the real, but but you know, if certain things are becoming more costly because of these, you know, uh, supply chain problems, uh, in some sense they're good because they cause people to buy less of those things that are in in short supply. Um, but the 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 reason we worry, the reason economists worry about inflation in the bigger scheme, is that um, if it becomes a persistent problem, right? So if if uh, if the inflation isn't just a one-time price price uh, shift and it sort of um, continues on year after year, you know, because everyone's expecting it, right? So people, when they're negotiating their wages, they, they demand uh, a sort of an expectation of inflation and, you know, co- as, you know contracts for future delivery might uh, anticipate inflation when they're negotiating prices. Um, if you get into that problem, then you can sort of have a never-ending inflation, uh, which, you know, if we agree that inflation is bad, and that you know, when your when your wages don't keep up, then never-ending inflation can be really bad. So that's why the Reserve Bank and and uh, is right to take this very seriously, right? So they're trying to be very aggressive uh, with their with their rates rises um, because they want the the they want the economy to realize, oh, this is just temporary, right? That the the RBNZ is gonna um, is gonna stop this rise in prices, and so. We don't have to worry. We don't have to anticipate the inflation and, and cause another one next year. That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more of them at r1.co.nz forward slash podcast.